Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, sports edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Manchild Chronicles podcast sports edition i'm here with my two best friends jay and john tonight we're going to break down the nfl playoffs talk a little end of the year fantasy football awards just got done watching the cowboys and niners what'd you guys think of today's in this weekend's action uh there was uh there was a couple games that were kind of close uh the rest were a lot of blowouts so yeah not as exciting as last weekend Two close games, two blowouts. I felt like it was, uh, even though the last game was close between the Cowboys and Niners, it still kind of felt like a blowout in a sense. Uh, It did come down to opportunities, but the Cowboys did not have the opportunities to win the game. And we'll start with that one. Since John said the Cowboys lost, Cowboys lose it. Oh, darn, to the 49ers, 19-12. Uh like John said, the 49ers, uh, their defense pretty much put this one away, in my opinion. The Cowboys lost their star running back, Tony Pollard, who will hit free agency this year now. See where he goes. I doubt they pay two running backs there. And uh, the 49ers didn't have to do much, but they did just enough. And Cowboys had a chance with their second-to-last drive, and they did absolutely nothing with it. Man, the, the Cowboys' defense, I mean, give them credit. They didn't let the 49ers score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. The Cowboys, uh, they they were looking good, too. But uh, I don't know what that last play was. Uh, if we're going to talk about <laughs> the last play of the game. Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott was at center? <laughs> I didn't it was like they had this big master trickery play, and it was like, oh, my gosh, what are they about to do? I am so excited. What my has fa- McCarthy worked up? My favorite thing about that play was, obviously, they put everybody in there that could do laterals and keep running. Yeah. That was their idea. And the 49ers defense is like, boom. we're going we're gonna to hit this guy so hard when he catches the ball. And that's exactly what they just smoked him. <laughs> no chance, man. Yeah. You're just watching that, though, and you're just like in your head, like, do they practice this like every day I practice, you know? Because yeah, they just come like out it. there so confident. And what the play was, guys, it was Ezekiel Elliott under center. Nobody else on the line. Everybody else is to the right side of the field, and everybody else is the left side of the field. So there's only one guy as the offensive lineman with Elliott there, and the Dak Prescott takes a snap. And it, then this defender just plows over Elliott, and then Prescott throws the ball, and then, like Ryan said, the 49ers just wailed that receiver. Turpin <laughs> caught it. It's not even a receiver, but Turpin catches it, and then he just gets drilled. He just, he gets just drops drilled. to the ground. He doesn't even have, a cho- he doesn't have no choice. He and just, I'm just uh, imagining this, like, going. They do it every week at practice against the practice squad, and it works every week. And Mike yeah. McCarthy's like, call call the annex- annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Let's go out there and win the game. <laughs> and all the Cowboys are believing in it, and then boom. Annexation just of Puerto Rico. did not work. Where do you come up with that play call? The annexation of Puerto Rico. Let's do it, guys. 
Well, the the team they're going to get to play in the NFC Championship is the Eagles or Giants, who faced off on Saturday. And this wasn't even close. The Eagles spanked them 38-7. to Was a Giants got a garbage touchdown at the end, almost a shutout. Jalen Hurts and that offense, they look great. They are healthy. Uh, their whole offense is, is all there, fully healthy. Their defense looks phenomenal. Uh, them and the Niners is going to be such a good game. Uh, I was All listen- week, I kept hearing the smoke about Giants. The Giants are going to win this game. The Giants are going to win this game. Ryan, did you have faith like the Giants were going to come out and maybe pull off that miraculous no, upset? I didn't think they were going to at all the whole week. <laughs> Not one time. I, I don't know what idiot believed in that. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. John, John, John clearly chose the Eagles last week, if you listen. I clearly chose the Giants to win that game, and that's because they had angels in the end zone, but after the Eagles defense went out there and smacked around the Giants on the first couple of drives, those angels said, we ain't playing this team. Nope. <laughs> Pack, it up. <laughs> Pack it up. It wasn't guys. enough prayer warriors Pack in the up, world guys. to say them. <laughs> Pack it up. Let's go. Eagles just Eagles look just unstoppable again, and Daniel Jones did not look like Josh Allen 2.0, but uh, he did put up stats like Josh Allen this week, which is He kind of looked like Josh Allen 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Danny that, Dimes. There's, there's controversy if Danny Dimes will even be the starter next year for the Giants. Oh, he probably will. He hmm. probably will. They got a, I think they have to franchise take him if they want him. Yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. But the Eagles will play the Niners. We'll talk about uh, who our picks are coming up here. We'll get to the AFC games, the first one on Saturday. Probably the closest game of the weekend. Chiefs and the Jaguars, and the Chiefs came out firing. And then Patrick Mahomes got his ankle turned the wrong way. And I think Jay probably thought it was broke, and Jay was probably on suicide watch after that. Thank you. But Mahomes came back in like the man he is. And held on to the victory over the Jaguars, giving Trevor Lawrence his first loss ever on a Saturday. They beat him twenty-seven to twenty. Man, that Mahomes getting hurt, like he hurts his ankle. They call a timeout, and he runs over. By running, I mean he's hopping over on one foot to the sideline. He sits on the bench. The timeout's running out, and he just gets up and <laughs> hobbles back out onto the field. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, the coaching trainers are trying to stop him, and he's just like, get off me, and he hobbles out there and then barely is able to take the snap and hand the ball off just to get to the end of the quarter. I was like, what is he doing? And then finally, they like tape it up, and they're getting them all taped up. And then they tell him, "No, you're not going back out." And he just takes his jacket off and slams it on the ground and heads to the locker room. I'm like, "Holy crap! What do you have to do to take Mahomes out of a game?" That dude, I loved. I loved that fire. Thank goodness he had Travis Kelsey too, because I don't think that offense would have moved at all without that guy. Oh my God! Pacheco gosh. moved the ball very well for my running back. He, yep, he got some big runs during that. I mean, the best drive all 
all weekend, not all weekend, but the best drive of that whole game was the Chad Henney under center drive it, the second time they were on the field. <laughs> they looked, <laughs> they looked good, and then they're like, "Okay, Mahomes, get out there, <laughs> like put Henney back in, man." Chad he Henney, good, good footwork, makes the passes he's supposed to make. Doesn't make these crazy jump passes, behind the back passes, left-handed, granny yep. t- style passes. I'm just imagining that happen, and like, oh, the whole offensive is like, okay, let's get out the Henny playbook now, because you know it's not the same as the Mahomes playbook. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah, I think I think you got this game wrong too, John. You picked the uh, Jaguars to no, win the upset. No, I picked yeah. I picked the Jaguars upset, but I yep, also picked I the it. Chiefs to win. So I feel like John's both. John's Dwight Schrute from the <laughs> Office. I think the Jaguars could win. Yep, I could see that. Well, I think the Chiefs could win. Yep, I could see oh, that yep, too. Yep, yep, yep. yep, 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 yep I yep, could yep, see that. Yep. Football, football, football. And who are the Chiefs going to play? Oh my, oh my, the Bengals or the Bills? Who would the Chiefs want to play, Jay? The Chiefs want to play the Bills. I'm going to well, say that too- out loud. That's who I wanted to play if I was the Chiefs fan. That's too bad. You're playing the Bengals. They beat the Bills in, man, convincing fashion, 27 to 10. Smacked them around. The Bills were everybody's dandy darling to start the year to win the Super Bowl, and they did not look good against the Bengals or returning to the conference championship. Joe Burrow looked great. Jamar Chase looked good. Their defense looked great. They they really kind of wiped the floor with the Bills. They couldn't do anything against them. And they'll be going to their second AFC championship in a row against the Chiefs. Should be great. Well, just to be clear, <clears throat> make sure we hit, we, since you're going to talk about consecutive, the Chiefs are going to their fifth conference championship in a row. Just to be clear. Chiefs kingdom. Chiefs kingdom. Andy Reid went to four in a row with uh, Philadelphia once upon a time, too. Yeah, I think I saw a stat that Andy Reid is the first NFL head coach to win 10-plus playoff games with two different teams. So That's he's correct. The only, only NFL head coach to win 10-plus games in the playoffs with two different teams. Mike Holmgren never did that? Nope. Nope. Dan Reeves never did that? Nope. Not according to that Facebook meme I saw, Ryan. You keep bringing it. I'm going to keep saying nope. The only Bill, answer is Andy Reid. Bill Reed. Parcells? Bill Parcells nope. never did that? Not according nope. to the Facebook meme I saw, Ryan. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Mike Ditka never did that? Nope. Okay. Mike Ditka, did he ever make the playoffs with anyone but the Bears? I think he went with the Saints one year. Yeah, one year. I don't think he won ten games or one year. I think one year. I was just trying to think of NFL head coaches that were good that went to two teams. You got to think though to win ten to win ten playoff games. You have to win. I'm waiting for John to be like at least four or five. Phil Jackson did it. He did it with the Bulls and the Lakers. Yeah, it's got to be about four seasons worth of. It's got to be a four or five win playoff winning seasons to accumulate that. But Dirty Joe and the boys, man, like just phenomenal, man, like. There's just no stopping Joe out there, Joe Burrow on that field. Everybody calls him Joe Joe Cool, but he is just dirty Joe, and he gets out there and he just makes that ball. He makes that ball, and that whole offense looks like it just runs so smooth. And uh, the Buffalo Bills are so banged up on their defense and their secondary, it showed because the Bills we saw er- er- earlier this year when they could get to the quarterback and they could yep, put some pressure there. on. They are long gone. But the Bengals we saw at the beginning of the year who couldn't protect their quarterback, couldn't do anything, they have emerged, and they are they are going to be a tough team to beat. Well, they I'm had scared. Eight. As a Chiefs fan, I'm terrified 
to play the Bengals. Not just because we've lost three in a row, like I, maybe that too. But I'm just I'm terrified of them. They they look so good right now. That Bengals offensive line, I think they had three new starters on it yep. going into this year. So it when you get a new offensive line, it takes a while for those guys to learn who the other guy next to them and blocking schemes and yep. and to gel like that. And boy, are they gelling! They look good. So let's get to uh, some picks. Well, for next let's week. talk. We'll let's let's talk about the teams not going like. What are they going to have to do next year to be able to come back to the playoffs? Well, the we can start with the Jaguars. Jaguars are looking good to probably win that division next year, in my opinion. Um, my get they're going to get Kelvin Ridley back, who they made traded for pretty much nothing to the Falcons. He'll be yep. coming back from his gambling suspension. Uh, so if you stupid. remember him, uh, three years ago he was one of the top <laughs> receivers in the league. And then Did you say year, Calvin Ridley or Josh Gordon 2.0? Who'd you say again? <laughs> Calvin. <laughs> Apples, oranges there. Who knows? I don't know which one. But uh, he'll be back. So I think they're going to be – and their defense looks better and better as the year goes on. Yep. Um, so I think they're going to be back. I think they'll be just fine. I don't see them being as good as Chiefs, Bengals, or the uh, Bills, but – they're definitely a team that's going to make the playoffs, I think. Okay. What about those Giants? The Giants? I don't, I don't, I don't just, know what about the Giants. They I just they need got, to put their complete faith in Brian DeBull and whatever he wants to do, do it. Like, that's what they need to do. Yeah, but whatever I think he they, did this year was great. Yeah, but you, I think he did the best you can do with what he has this year, to be honest with you. Yeah. They have to do. They have to upgrade receivers. They have to upgrade quarterback. I think Barkley's a free agent. They're they're probably going to lose their defensive coordinator to be a head coach, Wink Martindale, which is going to hurt their defense tremendously because he's a really good defensive coordinator. Um, I don't honestly. I don't see the Giants being as good next year unless they get a quarterback upgrade. What would you do with Barkley? I mean, he comes back, has this amazing season. His contracts do. What do you do? I would assume they're going to re-sign him. That's their best weapon. Um, that's a huge loss if they don't. I mean, they got a bunch of holes, and they have no good receivers. They'll have no good uh, running backs. And, I mean, they uh, should have the cap room to re-sign him, no problem. <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably going to. I don't. I can't see a world where they don't re-sign him. But there is teams that need running backs out there. So if he wants to leave, oh yeah, he could leave. Nobody wants out there to that, leave New York, man. Media capital of the yeah, world. I don't think he will with that with Brian Dabble there because of the offense. But I don't I don't see the Giants being anything but what they were this year. Next year, hmm. they could Buffalo squeak Bills. In, Buffalo Bills can't get past the Bengals two years in a row. Coming into the season, they were like number one in the AFC. Bills Mafia. They were going to win it all. And then once again, they meet the Bengals, they get stopped. Bills are the same as – I mean, Bills are going to be the Bills again next year. They're going to be good enough where they could go to the Super Bowl, and they're going to be that team that uh, – pending injuries and how they finished the year. They have, they just didn't finish strong. They started out strong, and they didn't finish strong. They lost Von Miller, which is a huge thing to their defense. They're 13-3. and three. I mean, how do you mean you don't finish strong? They're 13-3. and three. I think – yeah, but the ugly 13-3. I think they need another receiver opposite Stefan Diggs. They wanted Gabe Davis to be that guy, and he's too inconsistent. I think they need something mm -hmm. more consistent. 
Uh, they're probably going to lose Devin Singletary, and uh, James Cook will be their primary back. Um, but I think they'll be good. They're going to be one of the top three teams in the AFC, I mean, they could easily make the Super Bowl out of those three teams, I think. Listen, Josh Allen has been the quarterback for five years there now, and they have not won the Super Bowl. First step, get rid of Josh Allen. <laughs> they should just something They new. should just trade him to New York for a fifth-round pick and just be done if, with it. If you haven't won a Super Bowl in your first five years in the league in this day and age, you ain't going to do it. So get out. Yep. Get rid of him. Find somebody new. Move on. Ooh, John, brutal, brutal. And then finally, the Cowboys. I mean, Prescott had his moment. This was like... Dak Prescott, this is your chance. You won a playoff game. You're gonna beat the Niners, and he looked. He did not look it today. He looked horrible. Uh, this team is kind of like the Bills. They're gonna have a lot. They're they're probably gonna lose Tony Pollard because you can't pay two running backs. That's gonna be a huge blow. Because Tony Pollard to the Bills. Oh my! He's gonna go somewhere probably. Um, but they still have Dak Prescott. They still got. They still got a good offense. They still got a good defense. Um, they have a terrible coach. Mike McCarthy's just a big lump of poo. He's not very good. Hey, I, I, hey, <laughs> that's hey, a great, that's a great Mike McCarthy, McCarthy impression. Hey, that's my name. Hey, <laughs> but I think the, they're going to be the same as last next year. They're going to be a ten to twelve win team, make the playoffs, and not Lose. be as good as the other teams in the NFC. <laughs> Now, how old is Jerry Jones now? Like 101? I'm not too oh, sure man, how old he is for sure. But he wants a Super Bowl. He needs a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy's going to fire this offseason. Sean Payton's coming in, signing a big deal, and that's what's going to happen. He probably could have had a lot of Super Bowls if he wasn't a jerk when he first came in and got rid of Jerry um, Jimmy Johnson. Probably could have won a whole bunch in a row. But That's the he's, smartest move he's, he's 80. ever made. He's 80, John. He's He's 80. He's 80? 80 years old. Are you sure about that? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Google <laughs> says. <laughs> My apologies, Jerry. You're looking good. <laughs> looking good. <laughs> All right. Next week's games, Ryan. All right. Next week's games. We'll start with the NFC. It's going to be a oh, – this game I'm so excited for. The San, or San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philadelphia – to play the Eagles, fly Eagles, fly. Uh, I'm going with the man. That's, prior, that's like a, to, okay. So prior to that Eagles game, I was feeling like the Niners were the team to beat, unstoppable. The Eagles come out and just smoke the Giants, thirty-eight to seven. Not even close. Does that influence you now? Are you looking at that Eagles going? Maybe they're not going to get beaten by the Niners. I think they're. Probably the two most evenly matched teams you can find right now. In fact, I think they're better than both the AFC teams. But I'm going to go with the home team because San Francisco has to travel a very long distance, and that usually means you're going to lose uh, statistically. So I'm going to go with the hometown Philadelphia Eagles to beat the San Francisco 49ers in a close game. Wow. All right. What's the score? What are you scoring that at? Uh, I think I'm going to go 31-28 Philly. I'm going to say uh, Philadelphia, start buttering your poles because Eagles are going to win it and fans will be climbing all over them. (laughs) 
I'm just imagining the maintenance guy out there putting butter all over the bowls. <laughs> That's what they had to, to do podcast. when the Eagles last, won the last yeah. Super Bowl. They buttered all the street poles and street lamps in Philadelphia so nobody would climb on them. Smart. <laughs> Got that poles all buttered and greased up. Good luck. Have fun climbing them one, you Eagles fans. Good luck, guys. So there's like uh, before before we go on, I forgot I saw it on on something. There was like a lacrosse. There's like a professional lacrosse team in Philadelphia, and they had a game uh, before the Eagles football game that was like started at like 10 a.m. So Eagles fans were buying tickets to that game so they could start tailgating at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so they were the so line. they were tailgating at eight a.m. like all day <laughs> before the Eagles the game. game. <laughs> Nobody no watched the lacrosse. The lacrosse they just bought the tickets to the lacrosse game so they could be near the parking lot yeah. to <laughs> to tailgate all day. They're just yeah, out back you... barbecuing bratwurst and burgers and having fun. Jay, what hey, do you got look, for the game? Hey, look, Philadelphia looked amazing. Um, it's the city of Philly. That's where Rocky was filmed, you know, but I'm going with the Rocky one storyline. Um, he's going to lose. I'm not going to bet against the Niners yet. I think they're on a 10 game win streak now after today. Um, yep. Haven't lost in 10 games. Brock Purdy's looking great. Um, McCaffrey still looks good, even though um, his calf was hurting. He had a big old, um, like a big old, um, pad on his calf throughout the game like you could see where it was like massaging it they were just trying to keep it warm but when he came in he was still explosive i'm gonna give it to the niners they're gonna go to the super bowl all right i'm the only one that picked philly there huh john picked i philly. picked philly he said oh, butter the said, polls butter the polls oh i thought you said butter the polls lose. they're going to the super bowl all right butter all right. the polls they're going to the super bowl we'll go to the afc rematch the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Kansas City, Missouri to face the Chiefs. And another team that has won 10 straight, the Cincinnati Bengals. And they've <laughs> the also won three straight against the Kansas City Chiefs. Dirty Joe and the boys are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry, Jay. Brian. And I, and I, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't, don't care what my head tells me. I don't care what my eyes tell me. I don't care what your, what my ears tell me from the words that you speak. My heart belongs to the Chiefs, and I will go with them till the end. Chiefs are going to break that streak. Sorry, Undertaker. Chiefs win. We're going to the Super Bowl, and we're going to have a Niners-Chiefs rematch. With the same result, Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Come on, baby. If Mahomes is 100% like he won't be, they aren't going to win. Niners or Bengals are going to win. Dirty Joe against Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Calling it now. In fact, I don't think – I think they're going to beat him by two scores, Jay. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to be like John. How White dare Shrew. you? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see, see that. Jamar see Chase that. is going to have 20 catches for 250 yards and nine yeah, touchdowns. I can, see I can see that, yeah. Do you guys know what I heard on uh, ESPN? Kyle Shanahan said Jimmy Garoppolo should be ready for the <sighs> NFC Championship game. 
La, 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 la. What are you saying right now? They're saying they're going to sit Brock Purdy? They did not say that. They just said Jimmy Garoppolo should be ready for the NFC Championship game. That's fine. He'll be ready to hold the hand of Brock Purdy and give him massages on the sideline, and he'll be ready to, I don't know, talk to him about plays, but he ain't going to be ready to play the freaking game. If they sit Brock Purdy, oh, I will be so mad. I'm rooting for Eagles. How (laughs) dare they? All Shanahan is doing is creating the replacements where Eddie Martell crosses the picket line and goes in, and then Shane Falco has to come in to save the game in the second half. That is all Kyle Shanahan is doing here, folks. You know, in uh, Tom Brady's first year, he got hurt in not the the, uh, AFC championship game, but the game before that in the divisional rounds. And Drew Butso came in there and had a heck of a game and won him the game. That game. Do you remember that, John? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. if they want to have Drew. him ready on the bench, that's fine. But they I'm better sorry. not sit Brock. Drew who? Drew who? But who? Bledsoe who? <laughs> Never heard of her. Jay, anything else you want to cover here before we move on to fantasy awards? Look, I know Mahomes is banged up, guys, but don't. Don't doubt the Chiefs. Like, you guys seem too confident in the Bengals winning. That's because Andy Reid chokes the most in the conference championships than any other head coach. (laughs) I'm just going based on what, with Mahomes having a bum ankle, it's going to limit a little bit of mobility. And with the way the Bengals are playing... The Chiefs just don't have a lot of weapons on. I mean, they can the beat a Bengals lot of people. Bengals were getting to Josh Allen with like only four rushers or three or four My, rushers. I'm scared Insane. of our defense. Like our defense. Did you see Josh Allen today? Did you see Josh Allen today? Did you see like the three Did you foot see of his snow elbows? that Josh Allen <laughs> couldn't? Did you see his out? elbows? Did you see how he looked during that game? And you're gonna put bum ankle Mahomes out there and not expect him to look worse? Just so it's, many weapons on Cincinnati. It's, it's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Man. Next week when we're sitting down and I'm saying it's okay, you guys can apologize. The Chiefs fans aren't mad at you. It'll be fine. Chiefs are going to win. Don't doubt it. I'm okay. I'm okay if the Chiefs win, but I just think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win. Sorry. You could just say it like, this is going to be a really close game. Like, you could at least try to make it sound <laughs> like it's going to be closer. That's all I'm asking for. Dang it. All right. Let's get to some uh, 2022 fantasy football awards with the season wrapped up. We're going to go fantasy MVP, the best running back, best quarterback, best receiver, tight end. The rookie of the year in fantasy, the comeback player of the year in fantasy, and the biggest bust. Oh, and I, I can't wait to hear busts from every position too. Well, we'll um, start out. Let's start Ryan, out yeah. real quick. Can you just recap sleeper league real quick? Can you give like coach of the year award for like no. your sleeper league? Maybe, no. maybe a fantasy championship award. No, nope. for- that's a private league. We're not going to give out that information <laughs> this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> we'll preview we'll preview that league next year going into the season. How about that? Hey, and you know, quick preview. Jay won the championship. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Thank you very much. I'll plan on being uh winning that again, reigning champ. Uh just so you know, cronies, 
next year we're going to focus a little more heavy on fantasy, and we'll probably get you involved in our league next year. Uh, a little more fun to talk about, I think. Yep. But let's do some uh, awards here. We'll start with the Rookie of the Year award for fantasy. Uh, there's a few ways you could go with this. There's a few good rookies out there. I'll just name some of the rookies this year that had some good seasons. Chris Olave for the Saints. Uh, Kenneth Walker for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, Garrett Wilson for the Jets. Uh, um, Breeze Hall for the Jets before he got hurt. Damian Pierce for the Texans. Tyler Algier for the Falcons. Um, Who's that receiver for the uh, Falcons? His name. Drake London. Drake London for the Falcons were probably some of the better ones. This Brian year. Robinson on the Commanders got shot. He got shot. Sure <laughs> got <did>. shot. <laughs> sure did. Uh, Came back in like what week five or six and played pretty well. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Is that the guy who was wearing the big hats? The big hat. The big hat guy. Yeah. <laughs> big hats. Did yes. he get shot because of the big hat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pick. For the rookie of the year, there's to me there's between two people. You can go consistent or you can go splash. I'm going splash. Uh, the player now I hold took. on before that okay. you didn't even shout out Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, now I Brock. know he ain't rookie of the year, but come on, give Brock a little shout out. You just did. Anyways, <laughs> I am I'm picking the splash award uh, for my guy. He had. Six or seven weeks where he was phenomenal. Won Pepsi Rookie of the Year uh, five times. I'm going to go with my boy, Garrett Wilson. I knew you were going to go Garrett Wilson. No way. (laughs) No way. way. Yes way. All-time leader in every receiving category for the Jets as a rookie. Unless Wilson played. (laughs) (laughs) Any week Wilson played, it was brutal. It was. This is true. This is true. Jay, who you got for your – do you have a rookie? If I was going to go rookie of the year, I'd go with the one uh, who uh, finished running back 19 overall. That would be Kenneth Walker. Yep, compiler. You pick him over Damian Pierce? Uh, yes, only because Damian Pierce had several really rough games um, at the end of the season just because the Texans were so bad. Hmm. John, did you have one? No, I agree. Kenneth Walker. Greer Wilson? Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Carry carry on. How do I feel like this is going to be the New York Jets or... That's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) That's the only... That's the uh, the only thing I can win. That's the only jet I got out here. (laughs) Okay. All right, we'll go go to an easy award. Uh, This The tight end of the year. This was a garbage uh, position this year. There was a lot of... A lot of hype in this going into the year. Uh, for tight ends and Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts. I was getting to that. Thank you. Just we're just trying to help the whole podcast. That's fine. But <laughs> I'll go over some tight ends here, as Jay and uh, John were jumping. Dallas in Goddard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard, T.J. Hawkinson, Evan Ingram. Uh, some of the Why better. Why are you still talking after you said Travis Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> and that's who won the award. Unanimous in every platform. Travis Kelsey, again, the best tight end. Why even doubt him? Why, if you have a dynasty team, why would you even trade him away? 
I don't know, Ryan. We should ask. <laughs> Probably cost me two championships this year. Gosh darn it. All right. Wide receiver of the year. We have Garrett a few Wilson. <laughs> Garrett Wilson. A <laughs> uh, few receivers in this one. Let me name some here. We got Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams. Uh, I thought I was on the wide receiver thing here. Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jalen Waddle. Those are some of the best ones. My opinion, I'm going to go with the most consistent one that's breaking every record every year he's in the league, and I'm going to go Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. That's with Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. A lot of, a lot of 1 o'clock games for the Vikings this year, and Justin Jefferson was the beneficiary of them all. I agree. I would, I would have to give it to my boy Tyreek Hill because that dude is a beast. He was he was all right. He did it. Tyreek Hill had a very good year, a better year than I thought he was. To be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to be as good this year, but not quite as good as Jefferson. But he did pretty 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 good. Yes. Uh, there was actually a receiver on pace to have the a better year than both of them, but he got hurt, and that was Cooper Cup. Just killed another guy. I lost on my fantasy team. All right, running back of the year. This this is a a little tougher category in my opinion. Here are some of the best ones for the year: Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, and I'll even throw Tony Pollard in there. Yeah, Tony you will. Pollard. Uh, my pick for this, I'm going with Josh Jacobs because you drafted him very late in your draft. Uh, usually an RB2 or a flex spot. Um, a lot of people drafted him as flex because they didn't even know if he was going to be the starter for the year. If anybody remembers that first game, they sat yep. all their starters and gave yep. Josh Jacobs in preseason a whole bunch of carries. So people were like, oh, he's done. Instead, he came out and had the best game of best year of his life, uh, contract year. Who knows where he's going to go? But I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs for my uh, fantasy MVP for running back. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people took uh, Jonathan Taylor number one. What happened there? I don't know. We'll I guess we might <laughs> we'll find, find out, in the, out. Bust, <laughs> the bust category. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, going into the drafts, Josh Jacobs was ranked at running back 22. He finished RB3 for the year. Mm -hmm. Is that your pick too? Um, I love that pick, but there is one running back who absolutely – you drafted him high, he performed high. The number one running back of the year is Austin Eckler. You you drafted him to perform, and he performed, so he's my MVP. A lot of people thought he'd have a lot of touchdown regression this year. In fact, I think he matched his touchdown total from last year. So That dude lives in the end zone. Lives in the end zone, yep. Yeah, I agree with Austin Eckler just because he had all the hype and he – he delivered. He did. He did. All right. Quarterback of the year for fantasy. Here's some of the top quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields. I uh, can't pronounce this name. It's Tua. How do you say that, John? Is it uh, Tua Tagovuga? That's the one. <laughs> That's, That's the, the one. one. <laughs> Uh, I am going to go again in the same aspect as Josh Jacobs. 
with draft position, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. You got him very late in your draft, and he was very consistent this year. Uh, could have been the number one, but he got hurt the last two, three weeks, which kind of stunk for a lot of people that had him in the fantasy playoffs, but he is going to be my fantasy MVP at quarterback. Hey, if you were playing against him, you know, in the championships, you felt good. You felt you real good. Because <laughs> he wasn't playing. Because <laughs> he wasn't playing. So, you know, you can throw an asterisk on my year. That's fine. I don't care. I had, for the fantasy championship, it was Joe Burrow and Josh Allen on my team, and none of them even got to play. So I still won that game. Thank God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but for best quarterback, I mean, Ryan, you got to give it to the guy number one overall. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, he delivered all the way, Mahomes. all season. Nah, it's it's Jalen Hurts, man. What he did this year is phenomenal in Philadelphia, and the stats he put up, phenomenal. Mahomes, we're used to it. Blah. Jalen Hurts gets it. <laughs> all right, let's go to our comeback player of the year. Uh, some of the comeback players of the year, we got Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey, Justin Fields, Saquon. Trevor Lawrence, Saquon Barkley. Let's see if there's any other running backs in here. Nope. That would be about it. Oh, I'll throw uh, Evan Ingram in there, too. Mm. He was terrible for a lot of years with the Giants. He had a very good year with the Jaguars. So I, But I'm going to go with... This is a tough one because there is uh, there's about three or four really good ones in here, but I'm going to go with somebody who wasn't even projected to start this year. Uh, was projected to be on a team that was terrible, um, barely re-signed uh, with the team just at the end of uh, camp, and they got him in there to be a backup to Drew Locke. I'm going to go with Geno Smith, who finished as uh, top ten, I think number seven overall for quarterbacks this year. Uh, the most efficient passer this year in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, Gino definitely, he started hot. I just feel like he kind of fell off towards the latter half of the season. Um, if I had to go comeback player of the year, I would go with Saquon Barkley. Uh, he came back and he performed all year long um, for the Giants and for people who had him on his fantasy team. I think just based off of like draft stock, even though Saquon did come back, he was still kind of kind of a high commodity with running backs. Um, Gino was nowhere on the map for quarterbacks. I mean, nowhere at all. Waiver wire. He was a wave waiver wire dreamer, and uh, Gino Gino gets this award, man. I'm not mad about it. Okay, sound mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Let me get my voice inflection higher. I'm not mad. <laughs> Fantasy bust of the year. Oh These are gosh. people you drafted that you wanted to carry your team to fantasy championships, and they pooped in the bed. The poo-poo pants bust of the year award. Go over some of these. Russell Wilson. Ugh. Kyler Murray. Ugh. Justin Herbert, both my quarterbacks, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
Let me get some running backs. You can keep saying quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a good one. Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Taylor. Leonard Fournette. DeAndre Swift. Man, these just these names just hurt me, you know? Ezekiel Elliott. Wide receivers that are bust. Cooper. Cup, another one of my players. Oh. Sounds Mike. like you have a lot of comeback players of the year next year, right? Yep, Mike <laughs> Evans, yeah. Cortland Sutton. Boy, he had a lot of hype going into this year. Yeah, he had Russell freaking Wilson for his quarterback. It was going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he was terrible. Debo Samuel, tight ends. Kyle Pitts, Ugh. Mark Andrews. I went with the what I feel is the most obvious choice. Uh, Russell Wilson. What a stinker he was this year! Just terrible. Except for the last two weeks, he was actually pretty good. But other than that, uh, every week just looked just awful. You know, a lot of people drafted him. The top seven or six quarterbacks thinking he was finally on an offense that was going to score a lot with a good defense and he did not perform everybody on the team suffered for it just terrible i'm not going to fall for him next year he's getting a lot of hype next year i'm not falling for him i'm not going to fall for that but when you're looking at fantasy i mean you're not taking a quarterback right away you're looking at your first 30 picks and there was a consensus number one pick this year and that was jonathan taylor and he did nothing he's sunk your team into the ground and you wasted your number one first round pick on jonathan taylor yeah i agree it's gotta be jonathan taylor um everybody took him either one or two in all honesty at least in the top three and for him to get hurt and not even finish in the top 30 maybe in running backs no not even close yeah, it's, he gets it. Yeah, he missed uh, six games with injury. And in three games, he scored under 5.65 points in three of his games. So he did have two really good games, and then the rest were below average for him by far. Can't Can't disagree with that one. All right. Last award, your fantasy football MVP. This is a tough one. I had name written down here, but I think I'm going to change it. Oh, had, really? Uh, Not had, Garrett Wilson, huh? I had. Oh, Zach Wilson, is it? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I had uh, Justin Jefferson written down, but I think I'm going to switch it to uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm going to give him the fantasy MVP. He just does it passing, running. You drafted him late. You're gonna have to draft. You're gonna have to draft him right after Patrick Mahomes probably next year and Josh Allen. You know, it, um, it was interesting in the one league where I do a redraft every year. People started taking quarterbacks, and there was a run. And I heard, you know, Patrick Mahomes went, Josh Allen went, Justin, and Herbert. then and then it was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, um, Russell Wilson. Uh, I am in Broncos country. And all these people were just passing by Jalen Hurts, and I'm like, "What? I'll Look take Jalen Hurts, please." Opportunity. Like I can't believe people weren't taking him high, 
And sure enough, uh, yeah, he he, he performed. Uh, I'm fine with that. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I agree. Jalen Hurts was a fantasy football juggernaut this year. This will be a season that we talk about 10 years from now, in all honesty. That's how impressive it was. <laughs> 10 years? You think we're going to talk about that in 10 years? Yeah, we still talk okay. about Brady in 07. It's going to happen. You still talk about Brady in 07. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's going to be some Eagle fans who still talk about Jalen Hurts in 22. Well, I guess they talk about Nick Foles still. I got a, I got some awards to give out, if you don't mind, Ryan. Yep, go ahead. All right. I got the Hurts Donut Award, and you would think it goes to Jalen Hurts, but actually it goes to anybody who drafted a Rams player. Allen Robertson, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, <laughs> Cooper Cut. Hurts Donut. <laughs> Uh, Hurts, don't it? <laughs> That's good. My, it sure does. My next award is going to go to next year's Matt Ryan Award. As you all know, Matt Ryan had a lot of hype about him this year. Thought he would have a little bit of comeback, and it did not come out. Derek Carr of the Las Vegas no, Raiders is Jets my next year Matt Ryan Award. Don't oh. say that. Derek oh. Carr. Oh. And then, of course, the hardest name to pronounce in football award will go to... To attack <laughs> the Miami Ooh, Dolphins back quarterback. To back. He's we'll doing that get all the time. It. And then my last award I want to give out is my Cousin Eddie Award. For those of you who don't know Cousin Eddie, he is on National Lampoon's Vacation, and he's famous for the quote, the beeper is full. And the team with the most beep in their drafts this year was the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson, Javante <laughs> Williams, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, all of them gravely underperformed and that team was full of beep <laughs> those are some great awards i like that's your awards good. john that's good john I if anybody that. wants my awards give contact me and i'll get them sent out to you <laughs> all right you guys got anything else you want to cover nope can't wait for uh ne- next weekend's game is gonna be we're fun. gonna talk about conference championships next week and who knows what else we're gonna talk about we'll figure something out till next time peace we out of here thanks for joining us today on the man child chronicles you can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the man child chronicles don't forget to join us every friday for a new episode that's all for now see you next time